Welcome everybody to Summer School, a space for the woke, witty, and sometimes ratchet educator, for our educator allies who just want to get it right, for those who want the real inside scoop of the day-to-day -day joys and woes of working with black and brown children, families, and communities, for those who know black and brown educators are needed, multi-dimensional, and sometimes just petty as hell. Summer school is officially in session. Our guest today is literally the voice of all teachers. This Houston native, like literally single-handedly, is changing the comedy game, uh, just tapping into the minds of teachers all around the world. This teacher comedian hysterically and realistically portrays a teacher's hectic life while being raw and completely uncensored. This all began with a series of videos entitled What Teachers Really Say. He says what teachers everywhere are thinking, but couldn't say out loud, at least until now. Look, our guest today is taking his comedy tour to a book deal and even gearing up for a television show. We are so excited to have this amazing teacher comedian here with us today. Welcome, Eddie B. Woo -woo. What's up? Thank y'all for having me, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate that intro, man. That was nice. I, I <laughs> you, you had like, man, okay, I might be doing, you know, <laughs> I do. You got TV show coming. I'll be forgetting because business, you know. I'll be forgetting. That's what's up, though. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you. Yes, of course. Um, and just first off, just thank you. I don't think you fully realize how you warm the hearts of teachers who are working so hard. This work will challenge you to no end. And the comedic yeah. relief we get from you is is so amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I appreciate that. You know, I didn't want to do it. You know, I think it was it was just destiny. You know, God put everything in place and you know, came with an idea. I didn't know that, you know, other teachers needed that. I thought I was the only one, you know, because of where I was working at. Everybody makes me seem like they, you know, they bought a book and I thought I was the only different one. Come to find out it's a whole nation of teachers that feel the same way. And that's kinda cool kind of stress release too you know i wish i'd have had that around when i was coming through the ranks of teaching but i didn't but i'm glad though because i wouldn't be able to speak passionately about you know what we go through if i didn't go through it yeah for sure uh you know what i'm not i'm not gonna get on you too hard but y'all show be going hard on us school leaders us um, admin but you know what i ain't gonna go there Hey, you throw a stick in the pack of dogs, the one that barked is one to get hit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm saying, but you just I do understand that principals and leaders, y'all are mandated too. Y'all have to y'all have somebody who y'all have to answer to. So I get it. It's just in the answer them other people. We get the shorty and then the stick, and y'all gotta try to balance that and our attitudes. I know we got attitudes. So yeah, I get it. Hats off to the good leaders though, because you got a lot That's of raggedy real. leaders out there and they seem like they the ones that get promoted. You're the raggedy, you're 
Yeah, I don't know what they doing. I don't know. Raggedest leaders, they get to the top quick. <laughs> but anyway, that, yeah, that's yeah, real. Yeah. That's real. I have Ooh, you I, cool. <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so <laughs> I I would love to hear a little bit just about your journey to education. You know, some folks say I chose this teacher life, and others say say you know the teacher life chose me. Like, what was your path there? I want to say I got stuck. Yeah, don't want to admit they don't want to take the teacher like chose me. No, you got stuck. That's mm-hmm. what happened. <clears throat> a lot of teachers don't want to teach, man. Everybody who I say like fifty five percent of all people that teach, <clears throat> that wasn't their first choice. That wasn't their first choice. Hell, I wanted to be a firefighter when I was three. <laughs> I didn't know, but you know, I, I just you know I was working at a car wash. At the car wash. Anything got to be better than this. I'm hustling every day. I made decent money because I'm doing outside sales. It is, you know, this top-notch car wash, you know, a, a chain. It, it was a lot. It was a lot on me, man. I was like, man, well, got my degree in kinesiology. You know, usually you take that in the education or, or the physical mm-hmm. or, you know, the sports medicine. Mm-hmm. That's where I wanted to go. But after college, hey, you know, I played ball in college. I didn't know that those programs, like, you know, I went to Texas Women's to try to get in, and they had a good physical therapy program. Don't worry about it. It's Texas Women. They do some guys. <laughs> hey, that's right up my alley, though. <laughs> no, nah, they looked at my transcript, but, you know, I was just playing ball. I wasn't trying to, because I was just trying to pass. So I had a bunch of C's and D's. Man, come to find out, they was going to make me start school all over. I said, hell, man. All over. <laughs> Yeah, to get I had to get B's in those courses in order to even qualify for their programs. So I say, nope, physical therapy ain't for me. Uh, so I started working in the car wash, and then you know I was like, you know what, teaching is a a respect a respectable profession. Let me do that, and it was a good, you know, a good idea to me at the time. And I put myself through uh, the certification program that I went through all while working at the car wash. And then eventually, you know, I started, you know, my first job was at a uh, alternative school. Damn mm. it. Threw me into the fire, man. Mm. I was going to teach gym. That's all I want to do because I play, I'm still playing ball. Mm. So I know how to coach, you know, gym right up my alley. But only thing about gym teachers, they never retire. <laughs> they never get fired unless they do some crazy stuff. They keep their jobs forever. And it's only one or two of them on each campus. So, you know, the percentages were low and I didn't know that. Mm. Well, First job I got hired at, they needed a science teacher. So the certification program switched my certification from a PE to a 438 generalist, meaning that I can teach anything, you can teach it all. any class. Huh? You can teach I didn't it know all. what I was getting into. I didn't know what I was getting into. I just know I needed a damn job. Man, yeah. So I taught at the, uh, the alternative school. It wasn't even really teaching, man. You're more of a PO a probation mm. officer, a counselor, just to have a controlled environment was good for them, you know, because those were the worst of the worst or the outcasts from every school and, you know, fights, you know, it just teach them how to really, it teach them how to be in jail because they get frisked wow. and searched before, frisked and searched afterwards. Some little boys will sneak gum in. Now, hold on. One little boy going to ask, want some gum? I say, boy, no, because I don't know. 
know. I kind of know how you got it in here, boy. And it what sucks. You know what I'm saying? It what sucks. And you ain't pulled a gun out till you went to the restroom. So I know where that came from, on boy. But it just teach him a jail mentality. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> from there, I got into the district system. You know, that was a high stress job. I worked uh, at one middle school. I didn't know what I was. Doing. Very bad. The very very bad teacher. That movie. Nah, it was me. I didn't know what I was doing. I I closed the door. Me and my kids. We'll be playing PlayStation in there. You know, we weren't learning nothing. Oh shit! Come testing time, we ain't know nothing together. <laughs> you know, I ain't know about no damn scores. I was just a, trying to be the cool teacher. You know. Mm. But you know, I, my journey was crazy, man. From there, I got hired somewhere in the summertime, and they, they hired me. Because I missed so many days at this other one, they hired me. Then called me. They hired me. I took I took my son and you know his mom. Like we was together at the time. We went to Chuck E. Cheese celebrating. Like hey, I got a job. They called me at Chuck E. Cheese. Unhired me, man. Tell my yeah, that's a red flag because I missed so many days. I'm like, well, damn. Then I got hired toward the end of the summer. One school I went to. You know how you got orientation. We're pretty much mm-hmm. uh, the trainings. To like to get started again, you're going through all the little professional developments and stuff like that. So I'm sitting in there a whole day. They wanted me to teach eighth grade reading, right? This is supposed to be a nice school in the Heights. <clears throat> Next day I come to work. They called me out from the meeting. Apparently the teacher who I was going to replace, uh, they got removed and they were under investigation, uh. right? Well, Stipulations of their investigation, they had to allow them to come back to work during the investigation. So once again, I got hired and unhired, but I had to work a whole day. So they, I didn't get that little day check. You know what I'm saying? I ain't get a chance to even fill out an application with AR, I mean HR. That's so why I'm just sitting at home, nothing. I'm like, damn it. I I even call a um <laughs> I even call I even call a uh, car wash again. I'm like, hey man, I need to come back, you know, and they was pissed off at me because I left, and the dudes mm-hmm. like, even if we wanted you back, we wouldn't, you know, like, like that's a badass job or something. I don't want to damn car wash. I was just desperate. Now, like, man, forget it. So I was just, you know, stuck. So then now, I got a call from, huh? No, I was just saying. So now, how many years were you in the classroom? Total of thirteen. Thirteen years. So you were in the classroom for thirteen years. When did you realize? that the things you were experiencing as an educator was not only just relevant to other educators, but also like funny as hell. And you realize like, I am not the only one that's experiencing this crazy world of education. Well, when I walk around school, I know we was all going through stuff, but I didn't know to the extent, you know, like I knew about the people I worked with who was going through stuff too. We would chop it up and talk noise about meetings and all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? But I, I really didn't know Every teacher was going through it until the the videos came out, which was pretty much almost my last year teaching. Wow! I retired and came back. That's a whole wow. other story. So this really? would have never happened if if I wouldn't have had the force to come back. Was forced to come back out of retirement. I'd be telling teachers, be careful when you retire. You wonder how long your retirement gonna last? Three months. <laughs> Three months. I hope you got a backup plan because it ain't gonna last, man. So that's what happened. Money got low. I had to go back to teaching. So you 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 were in the classroom for 13 years. Now I know you have either dealt with something crazy with a parent, 
a kid said something out of pocket, a teacher probably said, an administrator said something out of pocket. What do you think is probably some of the craziest things you've experienced or heard throughout your 13 years? Man, pick one, man. It's public school. You never know what's going to happen, man. Man, I I don't know what stands out the most is this boy named Tony. I talk about him on my videos. This was my last year when I came back. I had some badass kids, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I had some bad kids. But Tony took the cake. Like, they warned me about Tony when they saw my roster. Oh, you got Tony? I'm like, man, I can deal with that. Tony was fool, man. Tony was just, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll stand up out of class or something because I think it was a, a barrier or something there with him learn, And he'll he'll get blocked up and locked up. He'll just, you know, I don't know if I can curse on your cha- on your channel, but he'll he, he'll be like, "Man, fuck this shit," get up and walk out. I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is new, this is new to me." He don't know that I'm thugging. You know what I'm saying? He think I'm just a teacher. I gotta let this little little skeezer know that I'm thugging. You know what I'm saying? And so I never experienced that before. I had some you know rough kids, but Tony, you know, he was a Hispanic kid. You know, it was something there. And Tony, I took him outside, man. I had to. To talk to him, like you know, this is, this is this is exactly what I said. I say, look, you know, I'm from the hood. I don't now, nah, don't it now. You got to edit this out. But this is really what I. I say, look, hey man, I'm a nigga. Hey, I'm a teacher. Second, I will kick your ass in here, Kempo, if you keep tripping like you tripping. My exact words, and you should have seen his eyes. <laughs> he be like, oh my god, because you know they they suffer from that syndrome of like, you a teacher? No, no. Just told you what I was, and you're not finna do that to me. I'm telling you, and I'm not saying every day after that was smooth, but that respect level for me chopping up with him, letting him know that boy, I hurt you. I wasn't gonna hurt him, but you gotta make him think you'll kill him. Yep. <laughs> or make him think you don't care about your job. Or make him think you just as crazy. I'm crazy mm-hmm. too. Let's let's match crazy for crazy. Let's yeah, let's you do don't it. Want this. You gotta tell him I don't care about this job, but Look. you don't respect. I care about my respect. And that was the biggest, craziest thing I ever went through that that year. And Tony left, you know, and Tony needed me. He yeah. was making strides. He was still Tony. Every day was a new day. God, I'll get that boy. Man, I, I'll have a free pass to heaven for dealing with that boy. And I got to say, man, that boy was there for one semester, and he left the next semester. And I act like I was hurt. You know what? <laughs> I act like I was hurt. But when I sat down and thought about it, I because I see the other boys that ran with him. Mm-hmm. They benefited from me being there. They never had a teacher like me growing up through the ranks. So I taught at elementary my last school and my last my last year teaching. And I was thinking that Tony, Tony needed it. It had been stressful. It had been, it'll piss me off. But at the end of the year, Tony would have progressed a little bit with me. I don't, I don't know what he's doing now, but I ain't no telling. But Tony was the type that. I don't know. He gonna give somebody hell. He giving somebody hell somewhere. He was he was one of them ones you can tell he bound for uh bound for for something bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was telling me. So yeah, that that was the craziness. I used to break up fights. I break up fights hard though. I used to in here. You bet no say your energy. You got one more. <laughs> yeah, never fight my class. Sometimes I break up fights. I have more bruises for me than actual fight. They can't say who did it. They can't. <laughs> hey, I'm just like. Hey, I'm just using these strategies we learned at, at, at professional development on how to defend ourselves. Because I thought I was gonna get hit, and uh, yeah, I lie, lie. You know, a veteran know how to lie. Yep, you know just what yeah. to say. 
Just want to write down on that statement. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you got to detail the, the write-up. You got to detail that out. Detail, I don't care. I detail every little thing. I need six sheets. I'm going to detail <laughs> parents. It's, man, I had parents come up there and curse out admin. You know, you know, mm-hmm. our people, man. You know, Jesus real. This, they ain't writing no letters. Our people coming up there. Coming <laughs> up there. Coming yeah, through the door. They don't care. And with anything on. The front office getting it. The security getting it. Admin getting yeah, it. On the way in. And the security ain't going to stop nothing. because They they, show, they, show, they not going to stop nothing. I don't know where they get these, these, these education securities at, man. They get these, these boys look like they the ones that are robbed. <laughs> I don't trust them boys to do nothing. They ex-thugs and all that. Say, baby, you want me to go get yourself from Popeye's? I'm like, you're supposed to be secure in the school. I sure hope don't know, you know, don't know active shooter come, but I know you're the first one running. Look, you ain't gonna do <laughs> Shoot. Now, now listen, I'm I'm a I'm gonna go here real quick. Have it's you cool. ever, have you ever dated a fellow teacher? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey man, I was the bad boy on campus, man. So they kind of liked the bad boy. I was the rogue, you know, you know, so that's kind of intriguing, you know. Teaching is predominantly women. You know how they go, you know, and I'm I'm the only single campus. Everybody, married. I don't know what that's about. Every dude married. You get married, then teach. I came in on the other note. No, I was single, and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And you know, and I was dealing with a situation with my son and his, his mom. You know, I was, mm, mm, Jesus, really. I went through it with a woman. I was like that two percent of men that go go like go through what women go through all the time. That was me. So for one. I was raw and, uh, and 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 the bad boy too. I was a little scorned, so I wasn't going back, you know. So when I date somebody, you know, I wouldn't. Really, I ain't really want to take it all away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just wanted, you know. Damn, I got do get lonely. Damn, I got. I, 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 I want somebody. You no, know, I get lonely at night. You know? And then I'm you got to see him going. walking down the hallway the next day, and then y'all see yeah, each other in the teacher's lounge. Boy, Jesus, real. You know how I go. You know how I go. But I would, yeah, yeah. My problem was, you know, I just had to, you know, I put what a lot of people suffered from, which is gotta have somebody syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like, got to be in something. But I'm, I slowly started to understand that, you know, with women, man, it's a lot that come with that. You don't meet too many women that really gotta understand, you know, okay, we just gonna keep it, you know, we're gonna, we gonna hang, we get physical, that's cool, but we're gonna keep it there. No, 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 no. Once you get physical, the rules of engagement have been breached, and you will have to answer that question of what are we doing now yep. and that right there. Yep. And so I had to learn that. I had, yeah, look at you. I just yep. lived. I had to learn that. And the only women who, who are cool with that are hurt and scorned women who don't mind. And I don't think there's nothing you want to go through right there anyway because there's some pain on behind that. Two pains don't make it right. You yep. feel what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, uh, they'll make good friends, but you know, I was slowly understanding that, man. And uh, even now, I haven't sustained a real relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a little girl. She's two. Like, me and her mom, we're not together. You know, I was, you know, like, I'm the type, if I hang with you, you're the only one I'm hanging with, though, you know? But that question will come up, and, you know, like, even though, like, we got a little girl together, and I still have to answer those questions, like, do you want to, like, and I'm a good guy. Like, and I don't really do a lot of stuff, you know? And she's like, you know, damn, you got a good dude, a kid with a, a dude who decent. 
Hell, you want to have another kid, you're going to say something to him. Even though I'm like, I don't know. Hey, no relationship. Like, yeah. da, da, I still do for them. We have a relationship, but we don't have the relationship. And, you know, I always give, I always gave a woman that out. They don't like that, though. They don't like to hear that when you say, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't holding you down. You can do what you want to do. They don't want to do what they want to do. No. They want to be with you, boy. <laughs> Y'all do a relationship stuff. Okay, they but, be a relationship. okay, but, like, can we just, like... <laughs> Yeah, like know. we need like we got a good thing going why we yeah. can't just let me hey let me let me squash let me squash the situation coming from a real guy and i hate saying real guy i'm only saying real guy because i've had the luxury of going through something with a woman mm-hmm. let's do that i know what it takes to sustain a relationship right i know the time it takes it's not fair for a woman to come in and have to jump on my bandwagon and I don't do nothing about her dreams, her aspirations, her goals. And so that's where I'm at, where I'm mm. at. I understand that getting into something, hey, but my only thing is I got to learn how to be, okay, Ed, you got to sacrifice, you know, the physical and just be a friend and you can't go there with a woman and then expect for her not to feel a certain way, do a certain thing and feel a certain way about you. So it's hard to explain that, hey, I know the relationship take, and the only reason why I don't want to be in it ain't got nothing to do with you, because that's so cliche. Yeah. You say that all the time to get out of stuff, and that make it bad on cats like me, because if when I'm ready to settle down, oh, man, my girl going to be in bliss. It's over, yeah. because I know what it takes. You know what I'm saying? I got my thing going, and I got you too, but it takes so much time to devote to a relationship. I got, like I said, I have a two-year-old now. Yeah. There's no way I can yeah. effectively sustain a good relationship that's something you got to work at. I don't care what you do. Love ain't enough. You yeah. got to work at that. Thing. Yeah. And I, I got a two-year-old and a little girl, man. And so I'm not going to check in and let you know, hey, I'm going to go see my little girl. Just make you. That's not where I'm at. I'm an alpha male. And and I don't. I, 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 I like to sleep at night. I'm cool. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to worry about feelings because what's going on with me? Women don't know I got feelings. Like, I cry <laughs> a lot. God know. You know what I'm saying? God, no. That's who I cry to. But then they think I'm this hard dude. You know, no, yeah. I just got my feelings in check. Mm-hmm. And so when we get to that part, I just know how to chill on feelings in front of people. Yeah. But at night, don't worry about me and my pillowcases, okay? Because <laughs> we, <laughs> that's that's what go on. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just know how to how to chop it off and, 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 and make it to where what I got going on it takes so much of my time. Yeah, I can't honestly devote any extra time into trying to work at a relationship. But where I gotta learn, at, when I'm learning, I'm learning yeah. that I really can't even pull nobody in in any type of emotional connection. Which how crazy that sounds. So I don't want to be no lonely dude walking around either. I gotta understand that I gotta separate that physical all the way. Because they really don't have that understanding, and I got to chill. It's really being selfish. It takes. It, it's not being selfish. It takes somebody really it, mature, so, though. It, it takes somebody mature being able to realize that and be able to to actually communicate and express that and be yeah. very, very authentic and real. I would prefer that over you stringing me along and playing these games. Tell me the truth, so that when I do look back, I can say I made that choice. I decided yeah. to keep going. He told me yeah. up front. That gotcha. you know. that's the thing. That's what I do. And they think they think they can change you, I guess, over time. 
They think yeah, your mind gonna you change. You fall in love China. with me. <laughs> Crazy because it, it, it's like, but I, man, I got a, I, I got a heart of gold. I think, man, the, the greatest achievements that I've made is giving to people, and you would never know. Like if you around me, I know your life done got better. You know, God laid yeah. you on my heart. I done sold into your life. My daughter's mom, we're not together, but I sold into her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just a queen though, you know? And I see why she would wanna, you know, you know, mm-hmm. get with me or whatever. And you know, like like I just know what that means though. Like I'm not afraid of commitment at all. I just know what it's gonna cost. Yeah. I can't afford with what's going on with the people who depend on me. With you know the show, all the teachers, I can't afford to be an emotional wreck, man, and then try to deliver what they need me to deliver because I'll be no good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'll it be takes, no good. It's that emotional maturity and your your processes processing it, getting there and being and being real with it. And that's all we can really ask instead of I'm breaking somebody's so, yeah, heart. I have dated, I have dated staff, but I'm single and <laughs> now the only thing I regret. Hey y'all, look, we're talking about some real stuff with Eddie B. What was your path like getting to education? Did you work at a car wash? Where did you work before falling into education? I know some of y'all that had a crush on a fellow teacher, maybe even an administrator, but we ain't gonna go there. We're learning so much about Eddie B through this fireside chat. Let's jump back in. The only thing I regret it, I felt so icky though. I did. It was one that was married. One that was married, oh, and I God. felt so. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen oh, to me. It was like, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm pouring my heart out now. This is one that was married. I, this was like a last day of school type thing, right? Like our last day. Kids gone, you know. And we met up after that, and uh, you know, I was raised in the church, so I get convictions too. A lot, you know, yeah. and you know, I knew it was wrong all the way going in. You know, I knew it was wrong. We around a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, women go through stuff at home; they get vulnerable wherever they at. And mm-hmm. really, I'm the last one that should have did that because I went through that. I know how dude feel, but I guess dude was doing his own thing hard, hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't got nothing to do with none of that. I'm telling you, man, we we hooked up. Bow, 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 bow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real quick after school, we met bow, up. Bow, bow. And during, and listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. During, it was so horrible. Like, I oh. hadn't had a horrible experience like that. I'm like, like, I don't know if it was the feeling that I knew I wasn't supposed to, but it was the horriblest <laughs> time. I've ever had physically mm. with a woman and I never touched her again. I, I never, and I, I asked God for forgiveness. You know, if she did that once, I'm pretty sure she'd done that before. Uh, but yeah, man, that that's my confession. That's that was nothing usher. but the Lord. Yeah, that was my usher. That's my usher moment. I you know my little confessions, you know, but yeah. And that was at the school I was at. You know, I, you know, I was, I was the king around there, man. But they wanted some, some you know, substantial. They they wanted some more of a foundation. So yeah. I had to chill on that, man. Yeah. And then I go to other schools, and then I, with that in mind, I got to chill. I got to chill. Hey, I'm letting you know I got to chill. You know, <laughs> now. Nah. Oh my god. Okay. They be lying. They be lying. It's 
don't even want that. I just we can build on a friendship. It is okay. I understand you been hurt. Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> and I be hurt after two, three years. Oh my God. Anybody ever hurt me like you ever hurt me? I'm like, I told you from the jump. Like, I'm trying to get to that point. You know what I think women do sometimes? I think, especially professional, and it's so many single women teachers. So many so of many, us. It, it, it's so many teachers that are, uh, I don't know what it is. I guess y'all just strong-minded, wielded. Y'all, I don't know, you run dudes off. <laughs> Hold on. Women in the we go through a lot on the daily as educators. And, and that's crazy. Professional, like, like, up the ranks, principals, APs. They the loneliest. If they single, they because they have to detach themselves from having uh personal relationships with teachers. They can't be yeah. places where teachers be. You know, they gotta hurt a certain group, you know, because your status can change. And you know, I visit schools a lot and I can't lie, you know, it'd be principals that be like, so hey, well, first of all, they'd be like, thank you for coming, you know, real professional. And then principals, they're They'll send me something on Twitter. <laughs> no, Twitter is where the professionals be. Hi, I was just wondering if you come on. Like, they'll throw a little innuendo in there. I mean, thank you. I mean, you're good at what you do. Thank you so much. I'd be like, thank you so much for having me. Then I get another text or something like that. But, and, and you and you looked amazing. Just wanted to let you know that you looked amazing doing what you do. I'm like, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> And that was our dream. That was our dream growing up to get with a, pr- a principal. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, but I know that, like, in we like some of the loneliest people in the world, man. I don't know what it is. Even if we in relationships, I went, I, that school, the first school I worked at, everybody was sleeping with everybody. Now, I never touched anybody. I never touched anybody there. I heard the story. This, mm. this is at the alternative school. Oh, uh, you know, well, people have to get it in. Let people have their way. Let people yeah, have their way. ruining marriages and everything. I was, I'm new. I'm like, this happens up here? Like, whoa, I'm trying to, I, I wanted to teach PE. And y'all got me teaching science. And now I know everybody sleep with everybody. I don't like this. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that's what's going on. Like teaching and that thing on campus is how it go. You can tell who the alpha male is on campus. Yeah. And you know, some dudes chump at the bit to get that. The last school I worked at. I'm just this G alpha male teacher. I know what I'm doing though. You come in my classroom. I walk. I walk around G'd up, right? Fly. Yeah. But in my classroom, you're like, you know, cause I've been teaching for damn near 12, 13 years already. I know the curriculum now. I know how to manipulate it, and I teach science, so I know how to do labs. I'm killing them, mm-hmm. you know. And I walk around, and there was a dude there before I got there. He was the alpha male, but he was an insecure one. And when I got there, sound and chill and quiet. That hurt his little insecure feelings, and he started yapping about me behind my back, wow. and he would come to me, and that made my life miserable at school for a little while. But God removed him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus, he needed to. I was gonna choke the hell out of somebody, you know. He said some stuff about me, did some things like behind my back, and I never told him that I knew. Wow. So that's character. Yeah, but and that's just the stuff that goes. You know that stuff go on yeah. on campus, man. Yeah, but I, I don't like that dudes can get along, man. You, I can be a G. I can be a G. Hey, man, I'm sorry, man. You intimidated by me, bro. You might need to go do some more sit-ups and push-ups or something on your heart. Do some heart sit-ups. Because that's what's wrong. You got something yeah. wrong here. Yeah. So so real quick, um, I have a, a letter from an educator. 
And I think that you would be able to give them just a little bit of advice. Okay. You okay with that? Okay. So I'm a 10th grade history teacher, basketball coach, and founder of a mentoring program. I've always wanted to- I'm tired. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, I'm listening. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm listening. I'm stupid. Okay. I have always wanted to impact youth, and I'm able to do that in and out of the classroom. Since the start of my mentoring program, I have gained more and more success, reaching almost 100 youth. My principal mentioned to me that it seems like I'm not as invested in teaching and I'm often unprepared for my lessons. This is only partially true. Come on now. But eventually, I plan to leave the classroom and fully support my mentoring program. I feel like I can't financially sustain if I leave now. What are your thoughts? So they really want to pursue the mentoring thing full time, but they can't sustain money wise. So you don't know if you want to leave teaching. Yeah. Man, that's my life right there. That's why I had to come back to teaching. I was going to go to Hollywood. I had a big plan to fail. I'll take my son with me. You know, I was planning to go down and teach uh, California uh, US, USD. And I was going, I was going uh, be a part of central casting to be an extra in movies and just, do the little grind like they say you had to go do. Mm-hmm. Well, God has something different. Like he pulled me back from that. But I would say, first of all, pray about it. I don't know who you pray to. I don't be. I don't know. First of all, I think you need to get to a quiet place and meditate a little bit on you know on what you really want to do. And uh, I think you should understand that there's nothing wrong with waiting on your time to go. Mm-hmm. I had to wait. I was ready to go nine years before the thirteen. I was ready to go already, and it wasn't time. So keep building your money, save it up, try to give more to teaching. I don't, I mm. know that you shouldn't. Have, I letter to a principal uh, mm. <laughs> talking about you semi investing, but that's semi true. <laughs> I got you because some gonna suffer. Like there's a way for you to merge your passion with your job, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what happened to me. But it took time to do that. So I say just stay where you at. Uh, for a little while until your money get right, stack a little bit, you know, work some summer schools, you know, and make sure your summer school, you do that tax exempt so you can get all your summer money. That's just a little nugget I learned. And then turn it, change it back when the year starts. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and put that money in. But hey, Jesus Brooks, and put that money in and just even until it's time for you to go and keep doing with the mentoring thing. Say that's an easy fix, but you hurry up and wait on that. Yep, and hurry up and get them lessons right too, because you know. Yeah, and, and seek some help. There, there's th- there's people that help with that. It's called teachers pay teachers. You can pay for something. You <laughs> know, right. get with another teacher up there who's helpful. You know, everybody don't like it. everybody at school. You yeah. know, everybody think they got it made. They think they only want to use their resources. Is work. They want to be the one to stand out. Nah, man. If the school was about you. Your name would be on the damn marquee. Help yep. somebody out, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah. Well, Eddie B, before we close, it is officially Teacher Appreciation Week 2020. Times are looking a little different. So if you could, please just give like shout out to our educators and like a word of encouragement during this time. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? It's your boy, Eddie. And you already know who it is. Jesus is real. Uh, my educators around the world, man, from one to everybody, man, I just want y'all to know that, you know, I appreciate what you do and understand that Teachers Appreciation Week is not enough time 
for anybody to fully express or give us what we deserve as educators because we like the salt and the earth, sugar and the grits. You know what I'm saying? We the ones that make this thing go around. Everybody has been influenced by educators. So I want you to understand that you got the most important job in the world. And that's not, I know that's cliche, but it's coming from somebody who's been through, been through in, in education and in the building. We have the most important job in the world and keep doing with a passion. Um, uh, on the days that, that stress you out, you know, decompress however you decompress, whether it's legally or illegally. Mm. That ain't my business. Do what you do to maintain, you know, and um, if you have a passion to do something else, keep doing what you're doing, affecting the, key, the kids' lives until you can do anything else that you want to do. But understand, man, your job is so important. We make the world go round. We make world leaders. We mold minds. We're the most important part of a kid's life, other than their parents and their faith. So just know that love you. Uh, you're not alone. It's uh, we're all going through something. Hopefully, you know, uh, with the position that I'm in, I'll be able to bring attention to what we go through as educators on the big forum, on the national level. So y'all pray for me on. But hey, I love you all. Enjoy your teacher appreciation week and drink a lot of alcohol for me. Okie dokie. I will yes. be drinking too. Yes. Thank you, Eddie B. The Summer School Podcast. We love you. We thank you so much for sharing this time with us. And Congratulations again on all of your success. Cool, cool, cool. Thank y'all for having me, man. Thank y'all for joining us on the Summer School Podcast. If something stood out to you in our conversation today, if there's a topic you would like for us to explore, or hell, even if you're a woke, witty, or petty educator and want to be featured, drop us a line at info at the summerschoolpodcast.com. 